Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews 10. <clears throat> I'm going to give you some scriptures to think about, and then we're going to have just a few moments of prayerful meditation, and then we'll have our Lord's Supper after that, okay? So Hebrews 10, and this is probably, to me, one of the most powerful whole passages, this whole section. Of course, it's all powerful, I mean, but I just absolutely love this, this chapter and the power that is in this chapter. <clears throat> Beginning in verse 1, For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually making comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins? But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance. Again, made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written, To do thy will, O God. Above when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offerings for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. Would you all say this with me? Once for all. Let's do it again. Once for for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God from henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. Amen. Wow. That is, I mean, that is power. It's rich. It's doctrine. It's, it's the Lord Jesus. It's all about him and, and what he's done for us and, and what the law couldn't do. So it, it's exciting. And so here we are at the Lord's Supper. And I thought we'd kind of flip-flop and reverse things here today. And let's meditate and let's think about that Hebrews 10, 
along with our Luke 22 passage. I'm about to read that. And then we'll have Gideon play just for a few moments. And then gradually, if the ushers, the men would have the folks come. Uh, but let's spend a few minutes in heart preparation and just really examining because all of us have a need. We all have a need to be touched and moved and convicted. Listen, folks, if you say, oh, I just haven't, I don't have a need for conviction. What is wrong with you? Do you think you're really something so high and mighty? No, we all, we all have need of the Holy Spirit, as we heard about this morning, putting his finger really on certain items, things in our lives that we need to deal with, confess, turn from, turn to the Lord Jesus and turn away from those things. So we all, we all have a need. So let's look at our Luke passage 22, and I'll read that for you. Beginning in verse 14. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. I'd like for us to just think, just for a moment, if we could, all of us, if we would just think, what is it if the Holy Spirit would show you one thing that you need to deal with, one thing that you need to confess, one thing you need to repent from and turn from, what would it be? We all need to be open-minded to the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives so that He can show us, because none of us are perfect. None of us have arrived. None of us have, have uh, achieved uh, complete, perfect, apart from positionally, uh, sanctification. We're being changed day by day. And God's working in our hearts. And so I know He's working in mine. I know He's working in yours. Let's trust Him during this time before we take the Lord's Supper. And we wouldn't do it in an unworthy manner. But let's be honest and open before God and say, Lord, show me what I need to, to do, uh, what I need to confess, what I need to deal with before I partake of the Lord's Supper today. Think about the lost. Think about people that have no hope. They're some of them are recovering from hangovers and they're all caught up in, you know, the time of the year football and all these things and the hunting scene and all these things that are going on in people's lives. And they're not thinking about God. They're out mowing their lawn. Maybe not today, but um, they're just not thinking about the Lord and thinking about what what they need to be thinking about. So we need to be concerned about the lost. We need to be concerned about their soul, their salvation and so let's be sensitive to the working of the Holy Spirit today as he speaks to our hearts individually before we participate in the Lord's Supper. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Jesus and for his sacrifice on Calvary. We thank you that he died in our place. We thank you that he's paid this, our sin debt in full once for all. And I'm so grateful that, Father, that you have just in your uh, 
Before the foundation of the world, you worked all this out. And we're so grateful to be a part of it. We're so grateful to know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And we're so thankful to you for the provision, for the gift of eternal life. Thankful for this time of the year that we can think about the birth, the celebration of the birth, the coming of the King of Kings. And I just pray that you touch our hearts, help us to be awake enough, aware enough, alert enough to be able to respond to you today. We just love you, Father. Thank you for loving us the way you do. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen.